Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each and every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We call those three things we think you need to hear to be in the know the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, so the first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is this. Uh, A young lady, a 12-year-old young girl by the name of Victoria Anthony, um, posted a video on YouTube a while ago asking if she could sing with uh, Pink at her concert when she came through town, right? Super adorable. This all happened in Vancouver, and this was on Saturday night that the the show happened in Vancouver. Well, Pink responded by allowing Victoria Anthony, 12-year-old Victoria Anthony, to sing with her in front of a sold-out arena and listen to this little 12-year-old sing along with Pink and listen to Pink's reaction. Like, get off the stage, you're making me look bad. Uh, she said she sounded like Alvin and the Chipmunks when she was 12. I find that hard to believe, but uh, that she was just little, being kind, right? That little Victoria Anthony, though, I bet you a million dollars, but she's gonna be on Ellen like in no time, yeah. And then she's gonna have a drug addiction. Stop doing this to your children, okay? On that note behind door number two let's see what we've got oh you know i know you've been following so closely dancing with the stars no i haven't at all actually is it still on yeah oddly but it didn't just start like three weeks ago no well guess what the finals are next week oh, wow. already. Well, wasn't this like a special Marshall? It was. I mean, it was like a special limited edition series. Correct. So they are almost to the end. And here's what happened last night. This is the elimination. Four couples remain. One of them will be dancing for the trophy in the finale next week. The other three will be eliminated right now. The third couple dancing in the finale is... Josh and Sharna. 
means Chris and Whitney, Jenny and Keo, Mariah and Allen, you are going home tonight. So here's who you are going to see in the finale should you choose to watch it. You will see Josh Norman. I don't know what he is. Tanya Harding and Adam Rippon. All, that is who you will see in the finals. All I knew is that people were ticked about, um, oh, Cigarette Face. What's her name? Tanya Harding. Oh, Cigarette Face. A friend said she sounded like, she, or she looks like she smells oh. like cigarettes. And anyway, she probably does. Uh, <laughs> but they were ticked about her remaining for some reason. I don't know why. I just saw a headline about that. Oh, interesting. I know that I do know that she dedicated her dance last night to her late father Mm. i believe i don't know maybe he didn't die listen this is how little attention i'm paying to this uh edition of dancing with the stars but you are right this was a sort of a an abbreviated season yeah so that's why it happened so quickly so that's number one number two it was all athletes so yeah again what who wants to watch people doing things they're good at that's not American. We want to see people falling on their fannies. They weren't that great, though. I will tell you, but Kareem. But you weren't watching. I watched the first episode oh. with my kids, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was not good. But he was tall, and that was interesting to watch. In any case, you can watch the finals next week. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. La, 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 la. We have not talked about Eurovision. Oh, at all yes. this year and you know our good friend and former mr manuary danny salter is uh well i think he's back he now returned. from portugal where uh they played host to uh 2018's eurovision and eurovision for those of you who don't know i'm telling you it's coming here it's only a matter of time the gays are already on it and have been for a few years um and of course we all know that gays are the leading indicator of any trend mm-hmm. Tastemakers, um, if you will. Yes, they're movers and shakers and influencers, oftentimes on Instagram. Anyway, uh, in uh, Eurovision is like a European song contest. Mm-hmm. It's like um, the World Series of bad European pop music. Well, let's listen to a little chunk of the winner. Her name is Netta, and she is from Israel, and her song is called Toy. Wonder Woman, don't you ever forget You're divine and he's about to regret He's a buck up Okay, so that's Netta Barzilai of Israel. She won the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, Netta, as I said, from Israel. She won the trophy after winning the contest in Libsyn, otherwise known as Lisbon. And my favorite is that... I mean, that is... Can we do that again? Like, yes, let's do that again. Wonder Woman, don't you ever forget You're divine and he's about to regret He's a So that's the, and what she's saying there, Baka Boy, which is like an anime thing. It's Japanese for stupid boy, but mm-hmm. you 
Anyway. Um, that is pretty spectacular. And <laughs> I know um, what you're going to do. Well, I'm trying to Where find it? it. I don't know. I'm, I'm lo- oh, here it is. Ready? This is what that reminds me of. Oh, no, no that's not it. <laughs> Good one, but Wrong no, one. It's, it's called like golden something. Okay. I'll I don't look know. for it. Anyway, anyway. The, we, have, we have a chicken that sounds Kinda a like little that. bit like that. Uh, in any case, uh, that I like that. I like that. I think that's fun. And yeah. it's, you know, way better than what we have to offer, which is... Yeah, I would rather listen to most of the Eurovision entries as then compared to Kanye's poopity scoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can I ask a question? Because I yeah, don't really I don't know, the answer, know the answer to this myself. When a person wins Eurovision, yeah. like what does their career look like afterwards? Has that it can be amazing, to- right? Like uh, it's not going to shoot them to like platinum record status, mm-hmm. but they certainly are like, you know, um, Netta's now a hero in Israel. I mean, literally the welcome that she got from the people of Israel after she won <clears throat> Eurovision. Um, oh yeah, we should just have Danny in. Yeah, we he should just do that. Message that he would that. totally come in. Um, Danny, we'll we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk because later. we want to hear all the details from what it's like to actually explore uh, the world of Eurovision. Because it's we don't get it here, mm-hmm. meaning we don't quite understand it here. But as I was about to say, in in Israel when she returned, there were more people. I'm sorry, Donald Trump, then at his inauguration. It's insane. literally yeah. it's insane. Like the entire country feels a sense of pride. And um, it's just on a level of steroids that we can't appreciate in this country. Also, remember ABBA? Yeah. Yes. Did they Eurovision? Ah, yes. They had their song Waterloo. Waterloo. And there are some other wonderful, great hits from years past that uh, Celine Dion was in Eurovision. I don't think she won, but she, because uh, of course, um, sings. Quite well. And so I think it was like Belgium or some some European country used her one year as their entry. Do they win like money? Again, we'll ask Danny. I don't know the details. I would assume there's a cash prize. But I do know that next year's, um, because she won, next year's Eurovision will be in Israel. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I, I will say every year we talk about Eurovision. And every year I'm more fascinated by it and upset that we don't participate. What people don't get and what Danny will surely tell us and others, because I know that I actually know a handful of people who traveled from Minneapolis to Lisbon for um, the Eurovision finals. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what was I going to say? It's it's like it's perfect for us because it's pop music, pop culture. It's, you know, it's all the things we love. It's team sports without the sports. Yeah, it's like the Olympics of, you know, pop music. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we had something like if we had a state, you know, state by state competition, that would be kind of awesome. Like if each state contributed. For those of you who don't know the Eurovision, it's each country contributes an entry. And, Which is um, so much better than like a Miss America pageant. Oh, God, yeah. You know, yeah. that just, uh, that has such potential. And I think yep. we would embrace that. So, Danny, come yeah. on the show. Tell us all about it. We, we would love to hear details. We'll be in touch. When we come back, we will have Elizabeth Reese coming on the show. She's bringing a dirt alert. All the dirt straight from Hollywood and likely beyond. And I'm thinking across the pond right here on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. 
Welcome, Elizabeth Reese. You have brought a bundle of dirt with you. A bundle of royal dirt, my friend. See, I said, did I not say? I said she's probably going beyond well, Hollywood she did, for a little bit. That would bit. be kind of. It would be a little toned down. down. Yeah. Thank you, Bradley. I'm not going to fall down <laughs> on the job. Four days out. No, I'm going to bring you royal wedding news non-stop, but not with an accent. Okay. Okay. The Meghan Markle's dad. Are you? Is my favorite. Are this you is my favorite. Favorite. Favorite storyline of this oh, entire thing. It is over the top. He dropped out of the wedding over this photo scandal in which he collaborated with photographers in order mm-hmm. to allow them to photograph him doing seemingly mundane things for a fee. Okay, this was a big deal. The queen is apparently furious about it. And he dropped out of the wedding, said he's not going, said he had a heart attack, which no one's really believing, but whatever. Uh, Now, Meghan Markle's dad has changed his mind. (laughs) He initially said yesterday he was backing out of walking his daughter down the aisle at her wedding to Prince Harry because he didn't want to embarrass her following his staged paparazzi photos debacle. Now he's telling TMZ that he does want to do it. Of course, I'd walk her down the aisle, he says. This is a historic moment. I'd like to be part of history. That doesn't seem like the perf- the best reason to want to walk your daughter down the aisle, no. but whatever. But he says his doctors say he has a seriously damaged heart and he's back in the hospital undergoing a series of tests that could complicate his trip. He also says that his daughter called him on Monday, but he missed the call. She reportedly texted him to say she loved him and was concerned about his health. She also didn't blame him for the staged photos. This is just a crappy show we're watching happen in real time. I love it. Thomas uh, does not think that the queen cares about this. He says, I don't think the queen is thinking about what I'm doing. No, she does not care at all. I guarantee you. Despite many reports that she she's doesn't even furious. know what's going on right now. The woman is 92, the queen of a kingdom. Do you really think that she cares what Mr. Markle is doing? I don't know, but didn't you watch The Crown? She doesn't like certain things. She wants things to be done a certain way. Yeah, I learned that by watching the Harry and Meghan Lifetime movie. It's not real. It was amazing. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I know everything there is to know about them now. It is a sad thing with Megan as her wedding approaches. And this is just drama. Well, now, the fact that this is the from... story, but can we remember who we're dealing with here? This is not like, she is not a Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. You're right. She is a celebrity. You're right. Yeah. But she's also a human. And I would How argue that that makes her even more prepared and authentic. Because if you start to ask your friends about, or maybe you, about the drama that surrounded yes. life with family drama yes. and friend drama before your wedding, you're going to probably find about 80% of people who said that there was some sort of drama yes. that like nearly brought the whole thing down. Well, well this and, is, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say there's something delightfully refreshing about the Beverly Hills. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or you UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Billy's going to the castle. Like, I want to watch that television show. But now it's just gotten to the point where, like, you guys, so, this is silly. Like this on again, off again. Yes, he's going. Not no, he's going. Not going. And the queen is upset. Like it just seems to be going down this weird rabbit hole. That like, okay, it was a cute story. You know, it showed her. You know, genuine roots. But now it's just bordering on the absurd. I just feel like this is such a relatable story because who among us does not have a family member somewhere deep in our lineage that when we know they're going to be at family events, we start apologizing for them in advance. Guys, if you don't know who that family member is, I've got news for you. It's you. It's you. Exactly. Because there's every family has the person where you're like, just so you know, when Aunt Cindy comes, she usually says all the wrong things. Yes. Yeah. And she's probably, you know, going to like Drunk. make fart jokes. And right. she's really, yeah. But just so you know, but that's she's just probably who the she most is. Fun, right? She could be fun. But yeah. then it's all, then it's also like, who's the racist uncle? And that's mm-hmm. not fun. I mean, there are, no. yeah. Everybody has dysfunction in their family. And mm-hmm. this is why I think it's just ridiculous of the royal family to be all, if they're all, Huffing and puffing. Well, about also, this. have they seen their like you? Their you family. Said, have you seen right. their show? I know. Like this is the most dysfunctional family ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. You're right. Uh, the one thing I wish for Megan is that I wish these half siblings would just zip it. Oh, they're trouble. And stay out of anything because I think they're the ones that are causing all of these problems. That half sister was 100 percent behind this whole paparazzi oh, yeah. staged photo oh, debacle I, I, to begin I, with. <laughs> Because she's just like, I got, I mean, I got a name. That's all I got. I got a loose connection. I'm going to use it. I know. But poor Megan is like, I can't help it that my dad procreated these nutso people who are blended family, 15 Mm -hmm. years, 20 years older than me. And I had nothing to do with. Yeah. Megan, we're here for you. We're here for you, Megan. You know, the one thing that's really fun is that the Royal Baker has shared the first photo of Megan and Harry's wedding cake preparations. And all it involves is a whole bunch of lemons. Okay, I need you to just look at Bradley Trainer and ask him how he feels about the royal wedding cake. It's dumb. But for a very specific reason. <laughs> wedding cake is never dumb. Oh. Wedding cake is a great oh, part oh, of here we go. Here it is. Especially if you go to Costco and you just get sheet cake. Okay, so, so you it's, just it's that was of, that was not fair. You hit his Achilles heel. You know I, know. I love Costco sheet okay. cake. I know. I know. If you want to serve that at your wedding, Thank you. I'm all about See, it. You can never say anything negative about it. But the point here is it's it's a troubled tale and it's too long to tell. It turns out that their cake is actually far more cl- typical and traditional of a, a an English wedding cake, mm-hmm. but it is not an American wedding cake. And to me, people who serve the non-traditional wedding cake at their wedding drives me up a wall because I pay a lot of money. I want a piece of wedding cake. That's all he wants. With some frosting. That's all he wants. What's That's- wrong with this one? This is going to be covered in buttercream. Because it's, it's a it's, fruit cake. It's lemon and elderflower. Lemon is good for a cake flavor. See, I know I'm not going to win this battle with you because, you know, I mean, you're, you appreciate you're all the you. creative... <laughs> I don't think lemon is that creative. I mean, but it's not like I just I want a white cake with white frosting. That's all he wants. Okay, great. Then next time you go to a wedding, <laughs> go to Costco on your way. I put should. it in your trunk. And then see. bring it to your what table. What I usually have. Table 19. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else, you can go up and get your cake. Table 19 will be enjoying the Costco sheet cake that Bradley brought That's as Bradley. an insurance policy. And there'll be a line at my table. Yes. <laughs> people go into your table, Bradley. No, what I usually get more fussy about is like, here are my donuts. That's what oh. I did at 
my Don't way. do donuts. I did a if donut bar. Do, it was amazing. If you're going to do donuts, there better at least be one dumb cake that I can sink my teeth into. I'm telling you, the other thing is, Bradley, you really could be onto something because you know that the caterers, they charge a fee. Well, we talked about that. I had no yeah. idea. So if that... you brought your own, you'd be saving be the bride and... Yeah, Bradley at Table 19 has table a cake. Table 19's got a cake. Free slice. Exactly. This is so good. It is so good. For our pajama party, <laughs> viewing party of the royal wedding on I'm bringing a Costco Saturday morning, cake. Costco sheet cake. Don't be mad at you. Yeah, will you get I will, one? for sure. That's really yeah. wonderful. Okay. I was going to say I would go, but I don't have time to go to Costco. But you know, I do have a new membership. It's a really big deal. Oh, I... Oh my God! Yes, we need to talk about this. This is a story. This is breaking news. The Congratulations! It's going to be beautiful, and it's lemon elderflower. And Bradley BYOC is the new trend at weddings. <laughs> at least we got the that most important That was a great dirt alert. Thanks, Thanks, Elizabeth guys. Reese. You can catch her on Twin Cities Live at three o'clock. Her next dirt alert is at five twenty. And when we come back, we need a caller to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're going to give you thirty seconds to answer five questions, and if you get them all right. You're going to win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Christine on the line in halls. What's Christine playing for today? She's playing for a pa- uh, pair of movie passes to Life of the Party. Christine, Christine, Bo Bistine, Bonana. That's a hard one to do. Christine, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Wait, i got to get my Google search open. Okay, um, okay. Nice try. Smart you won't have time. Okay, try this on for size. <laughs> the original CSI takes place in what city? Uh, L.A. No. New York. No. D.C. No. Oh, God, I don't pass. That's hot is a catchphrase of which celebrity? Um, Paris Hilton. Scar is the villain in what Disney movie? Lion King. The character Benji is what kind of animal? A uh, dog. Charlie Watts is the drummer for what band? Who? Charlie Watts. Don't know. Oh, guess, <laughs> guess, guess. Uh, Queen. Nope. Um... I don't know. Oh, Christine. Oh, Christine, I'm so sorry you did not win today. But you can try again tomorrow. We play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day 30. at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's Sugar. fill in those blanks where she didn't get them. The original CSI takes place in what city? My bet is on Las Vegas. I mean, because that's what you read. Yeah. Because it's in the thing. And then that's you true. just wanted to say bet mm-hmm. because it's Vegas. Okay, fine. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Charlie Watts is the drummer for which band? I don't want to be caught. Oh, no. Okay, stop. fine. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> Thank you. Thank That's our 30-second pop culture challenge. We play it every day at 1230. And you know what? I really quickly want to remind everybody that we're going to give you an opportunity to win your way in to our royal wedding pajama party. Uh, we'll give you that opportunity at some point within the next half hour. All you're doing is listening for our hot ticket sounder, and then you've got to be caller number seven when you hear that, and you'll be able to come to our uh, pajama party where we're going to watch the royal wedding. In our pajamas. We're going to comment on the royal wedding. There will be panties. Okay. Facebook uh. lives and lots of giveaways. I'm just pretending that didn't happen. Again, that will happen at some point within the next half hour. I don't know what to wear. Hour. I don't have jammies. 
we've been through this before we with have? you. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you do have jammies. No. Yeah, you, have we shorts. have talked about this. Yeah, that works. I'm not That's wearing jammy. shorts to the royal wedding. Nice tray. Okay, well, uh, good luck to you. Now that we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, we move on to solve some mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly Roberts has brought for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a foreign-born A-list rapper. A foreign-born A-list rapper. Okay. Here's your blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Since she has kicked her drug and booze problem, this foreign-born A-list rapper thinks she needs some work. After the less-than-stellar reaction to her fillers and Botox, she wants to go under the knife. Mm. Is this um, blonde hair? Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. Where is she born? Uh, or, uh, Trinidad, maybe? Trinidad. Oh, no. I th- I'll find it. Okay, okay, please find. I'll okay. fill in the blank for you on yes, this blind please. item. Since she has kicked her drug and booze problem, Nicki Minaj thinks she needs some Trinidad. work. After the less than stellar reaction to her fillers and Botox, Nicki wants to go under the knife. Oh, Nicki. That's dumb, girl. You were too You're fine, pretty Nicki Minaj. and too young for that. Exactly. Oh, she was born uh, in St. James, Port of Spain, Trinidad and Tobago and raised in Queens. I was going to guess the one. I, that, why can I not remember her name? She has a feud with Nicki Minaj. She's maybe Australian. What's the Iggy Azalea? Thank you. That's the name I was going to go with. But but doesn't matter. Thank you. But I just need to scratch that itch because I could not remember her name. Feel All right. better? Yes. Yeah, thank you. Great. Moving on. Let's do a couple of blind item reveals from Mm. the Met Gala, which happened just but a week ago in New York City. So our first revealed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net having to do with the Met Gala. Here is who you have to think about. A mogul wannabe rapper and his date and a foreign born A minus B plus list, mostly movie actors. Three people people in this blind item you have to consider. Okay. Okay. This mogul wannabe rapper ditched his date multiple times last night in, a, in an attempt to rekindle a romance he had back in the day with this foreign-born A-B-plus list, mostly movie actress who is no stranger to being the other woman. She didn't say no, and the pair are supposed to meet hmm. up today. Interesting. Who is a wannabe rapper that's a, a mogul? What does a mogul mean? Rapper. Mogul means that like they I'm have a business. Yes. Oh, we've done this before. There's a we've. I wonder if it's the same one, but I can't think of who that is. The I feel mogul like we've had a wannabe mogul wannabe rapper, rapper before. Yes, we have. And it's um, mogul wannabe rapper. What do we know him? George from? Clooney. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What do we know uh, him from other than his wannabe rapping? Uh, he is a spokesperson for many items, and he oh. invests in such things as vodka. He used to have a clothing line at one point. He's very entrepreneurial. Okay. He was the head of a record company at one point. Uh, oh, God. Not it's for gonna... life, though. It. Th- I feel like that's a him. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Hold on. Uh, it is. I know what it is. It's P. 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 Duty. P. Duty. P. Duty. Yes. Yes. P. Duty. Also known as Sean Combs. <laughs> Thank you. Sean Diddy Combs. Yes. Okay. So he, okay. He so he ditched Combs. his date multiple times in yes. an attempt to rekindle a romance with Jennifer Lopez? No. Okay. Uh, she's the, okay. Cause she, this is a foreign born. Yes. A minus B plus list, mostly movie. Who's been the other woman before. Yes. 
Who's been the other woman? She is most notably the other woman of one Jude Law. Oh. What? Uh, Sienna Miller? Uh, Oh, sorry. Nope, nope. Sorry, hit the wrong button. Hit the wrong button. Interesting. Sienna Miller? He wants... I didn't know that they ever had a romance. I didn't know either. Okay. And Alrighty. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you his date was Cassie, his longtime on again, off again lady friend. Okay. He tried to make her into something at one point, maybe about 10 years ago. Never really happened. You know, I mean, he's been trying to make lots of things into things and they haven't really it, it happened. Really worked out. That's why he is gross. He, oh, I'm mm. sorry that I offended your sensibilities about P. Diddy's entrepreneurial uh, acumen. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he's tried to be a thing so many different times. Oh, you said yeah. he was trying to get his thing in certain no, things. I, no, what well, I meant was I mean, he has tried to turn different projects into something for a very long time and usually doesn't really stick all the way. Yeah, that's right. That's Let me fill in the said. blanks for you. On this revealed blind item, Sean Combs ditched his date multiple times last night in an attempt to rekindle a romance he had back in the day with this A-minus, B-plus list, mostly movie actress who was no stranger to being the other woman. She didn't say no, and the pair are supposed to meet up today. Well, I hope they have a lovely date. A lovely date. Now, I want to bring up a little beef with N.T. Lawyer. Oh. His specifics. Sienna Miller was actually born in New York City. Thank you very much. Oh. But she was raised in England. Okay. I digress. Moving on. Our final blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net also is a blind item reveal from the Met Gala. Now, this is a blind item that we visited last week after the party. The blind item has been revealed, Mm. and we were wrong, so we need to go back and solve this mystery. We have to think of an A-list singer and a former featured act on one of her songs. Oh, yeah. Remember this blind item? Yeah, we thought it was Madonna and Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, no. It's not. Okay. No. Jesse, Je- Juicy, Ju- Jesse, Ju- Juicy J. I don't even know what just happened over I there. I don't know. Are you okay? Do you smell toast, Bradley? <laughs> Almonds. <laughs> okay. Uh, a war of words last night between this A-list singer and a former featured act on one of her songs. Their feud has been going on quietly behind the scenes, but last night was one of the first times they had been in the same place in a long time. A couple of instances of some yelling directed at the A-lister. Now, remember mm-hmm. when we told this blind item, mm-hmm. I was like, you guys, I found a headline that said they were just like, Google, you know, like, Ooing it. I have no words. You were, the, they were all like buddy, buddy. You're Nicki Minaj and Madonna. Madonna. Okay. Yep. Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. That would be my drag name. <laughs> I'm Madonna. Hi. Papa, don't preach. Okay, but you're right, which should have been our first clue that we were uh, sniffing on the wrong trail. So <laughs> let's go back to the A list singer and former featured act on yes. one of her songs. So now, those are two separate people. Think former featured act. Okay. That gives you a clue that it's not just one individual. Oh. It is an oh, act. pussycat girl dolls. Thanks, 2005, for is your it, reveal. It's, it's not Madonna, correct? Okay, no. so we need to start all the way over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're starting all the way over, and the featured act is not necessarily a solo. It is. It could be a... Credence, Credence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> But a great guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. John Fogarty looked real hot. How big is this <laughs> featured right act? I would say that they are made up of three individuals. Okay. Oh, uh, Destiny's uh. Child? Uh. Oh. No. 
former featured act on one of her songs. Yes, this act is very hot right now. Um, I believe that they're coming to the Twin Cities and and they're going to be performing at Soundset, the music festival that's happening soon. Okay. Let's say, is it all ladies? There are no ladies involved. Oh, is it the Jonas? Is it... Is it the Hanson? three tenors? <laughs> the three tenors. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, no. Uh, oh my this, gosh, this sucks. They are very popular. So hard. With the young folk, which is why you guys are struggling oh, with this that blind I know. item. But okay. I should kind of know because I have young folk in my life. Okay, well think... This act was featured on a song from this A-list singer. It was released last year. It was she had a music video that went along with it. These guys were basically eating food off of her. Remember oh, that? remember that a little um, bit? No, but <laughs> I, like I, I this is that? interesting. Um, eating food off. Of. I, now I'm googling. Yes, now this remember is really the music hard. video where the A-list singer was basically turned into food. And her I body mean, was vaguely. Oh, is it Katy Perry and somebody? <sighs> okay, so I know we're, we're you're working Katie, hard. Hold on, hold on, Katie. Okay, so eating food off of Katy Perry, then it would have to be some hot people, <laughs> Florence and her crazy chipmunk lips. I don't know uh, what. <laughs> for crying out loud, we got to go to break. It's Migos. Thank you. Oh, oh, we would not have gotten that. Yeah, no, I would have never gotten that. We are too old. Interesting, though. Migos. Okay, can just fill in the blanks so that we can let everybody off the hook. Yes. A war of words last night between Katy Perry and Migos. Their feud has been going on quietly behind the scenes, but last night was one of the first times they had been in the same place in a long time. A couple of instances of some yelling directed at Katy Perry. Interesting. Oh, now I want to know what they were saying. (sighs) Maybe that'll be a different blind item. Okay, when we come back, thank you, Holly Roberts. When we come back... You guys, the Royal Wedding Sideshow featuring Meghan Markle's dad is possibly the most interesting story coming out of the Royal Wedding. We are going to bring you as up to date as we possibly can with this uh, constantly changing uh, storyline. Okay? What's going on with Meghan Markle's dad after this on My Talk 1071? So. There's, of course, the drama of the royal wedding in the sense that we're all excited, right? Because there's a royal wedding coming up. But there's a whole different drama that I am focusing 100% of my efforts on, and it is the drama with Meghan Markle's father. And we have to bring you all up to date on what's going on with Meghan Markle's daddy on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And Bradley... Yesterday, 
this story developed like six different ways. And even today, it's already developed twice. Uh, well, yeah, it's been changing constantly. And and really what I think is going on here, and you can tell us the details, of course, but really what I think is going on here is that <clears throat> nobody knows what's really going on. Here. Exactly. And that everybody is just sort of coming up with their own theories and speculation. I don't believe for one minute that TMZ has any sort of authority on this particular issue. So anything that's coming out of them uh, seems suspect. So here's how it all started. There were some tabloid photographs late last week of Meghan Markle's dad, Thomas Markle, um, getting his tuxedo fit and uh, sitting in an Internet cafe and looking at pictures of his daughter online and um, getting a tuxedo delivery. All of which seemed perfectly plausible because, you know, the royal wedding is coming up. Yeah. Well, then it came to light that his daughter who is Meghan Markle's half-sister, uh, says she set these up to to show him in a positive light because there were some frumpy-looking photographs well, yeah, being circulated. carrying around gas sacks, and presumably somebody thought, hey, we can make some money on this, and more importantly, come on, make him look a little bit better. I totally buy that story, by the way. Some people were saying that it was not plausible that, you know... Um, that she that this story was really about her this this half sister trying to make a bunch of money that may or may not be true but i do totally buy the notion that she was like oh my god they're making him look like a total boob i mean yeah. we all have gone to the gas station late at night to buy things right surprise right and maybe uh we don't look our best when we're not expecting to be photographed mm-hmm. by paparazzi mm-hmm. so i totally think that's plausible so and she, i don't think there's anything wrong with what she did if yeah. that's the case so she yeah so she said and she came forward and said that this was all her idea well he did somebody profited off of these photographs either it was her or him thomas markle the father of meghan markle well so then as a result of that story kind of becoming a scandal he said you know what forget it i'm not going to be there i'm not going to go to the royal wedding um i also i had a heart attack six days ago which that was like a weird side story that he had had a heart attack six days prior and that he had checked himself out of the hospital to go to the wedding. Um, but that now, because of all of this scandal, he decided to to pull out and he was going to stay home. Then the next story was that he had offered up some suggestions of other people that could walk his daughter down the aisle, including but not limited to her mother, uh, who will be at the royal wedding. Then this morning we learn, no, he's, oh, wait, this morning we learned he's back in the hospital or at least having tests because he's having symptoms of another heart attack. And now we learn he's changed his mind and he's going to the Royal wedding. What do you make of all of this? Uh, Again, what I said at the outset, which is I don't take any of it to mean anything because I don't believe any of it because you're not hearing directly from him. You're getting all these sources, you know, TMZ alleges they know things Um, And as far as I'm concerned, he's going to be there and he's going to walk her down the aisle. And the rest of all this is just a bunch of, you know, people being overly excited about something that they don't have anything else to talk about in lead up to this particular wedding. Because, well, all the other stories are like, well, the royal cake was out today. Snooze fest. Boring. Nobody wants to know about that. I will say I appreciate this sort of sideshow happening because I do think, like you said, it's slightly more interested, interesting than all the other stories that are coming out of the royal wedding. But I also feel like this is the most relatable story because everybody has a family member that they're 
that's kind of an embarrassment or is a little bit of a, a poop show, if you will. And he seems to be the one that they are focusing yeah, on. Again, he seems nor- like what about him as a poop show? I don't think anything like about him actually kind of grubby. I mean, that's essentially the storyline that's come out is he's kind of just this goober who and then, you know, the the half sister, of course, the storyline has been for weeks that she's out to make a bunch of money, which may or may not be true. We're all too ready to sort of jump on that storyline. I don't know why, uh, because that's just one person's account of what's happened. It's not like, you know, Barbara Walters sat down with her to understand what's really going on. Well, this is the same half sister that had written that that um that book called print. I think she called it princess prissy pants or something like that. That was supposedly a tell all about what a horrible person Meghan Markle is. And so I think that the, the money grab storyline is one that um, she has already kind of been accused of because she wrote that story in the first place and was doing the rounds with all of the interviews about her, her step her, her half sister who she doesn't really have a relationship with according to sources. But the, but I don't, to your point that there's nothing really, you know, embarrassing about him. I don't think that there is either in like in normal world. I think that it's the juxtaposition of this regular citizen guy who's buying gas X at the seven 11 and the Royal family. Mm-hmm. And that he's going over there to meet, yeah, you know, which sells tabloids. Yeah, exactly. And I'm buying it. So for whatever it's worth. Now, when we come back, Bradley Trainer has the real scoop on the royal wedding. Do you have any questions about what's happening at the royal wedding? Bradley has the answers. And he's our royal expert. And he will share those answers with you next.